Hello, and thank you for listening to Metal Gear Resurrections. I'm your podcast host, Johnny Flores, and I will not be doing this episode solo for episode four. I will be joined and be soon calling in Unknown User Zero, a Twitch streamer and a friend of the podcast and myself personally. I hope you enjoy the episode. All right, so I'm here joined with uh, Zero, and I recently just, I don't, how long has it been since i know you? Like maybe like a week or two? It's been pretty quick. Uh, no, it's been more it's, than that, I think, right? Maybe a month, month and a half. Um, but yeah, it hasn't been long. Um, I believe I met you on uh, Gaming Nerds, uh, one of the Gaming Nerds streams. Yes. Yep. I was trying to. I was trying to remember because, like, a month. Like, it, it feels like so quick now. It does. Flying. Um. So I just wanted to like have you introduce yourself and what you do. Uh. So yeah. Hi. Um. I am unknown user zero zero on Twitch. Um. I'm a, a variety streamer, as you can probably tell from the accent. I'm here in the UK. Uh, so it makes me closer to Major Zero than Snake. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, uh, been streaming for a while. Um, with all this talk of Metal Gear Solid lately, I've been wanting to get my hands on the HD collection, but it's it's still expensive. Oh, really? How much is it for you guys? Uh, over here to get it um, pre-owned, it's twenty-two pounds. So mm-hmm. that's like twenty-five to thirty dollars, depending on the day. And um, so that's that's still about half the price of a um, new AAA title. Yeah, because like uh, you can't even get it digitally anymore. Nope. Yeah, that's part sucks. Which means I can't get Peace Walker. What system do you have? Uh, I've got Xbox 360, but I mm. believe the Peace Walker was digital only, or was it on the second disc? It's it's it was on the second disc, but you can get it digital. I oh, just awesome. I, I upgraded recently because I had the, the Xbox One. Mm. I, it died, and I had uh. the HD collection, and I was like so sad to give it up because I kind of wanted to upgrade. So mm. I, I kind of did. I kind of gave it up, but I'm, I have a PS3 now, so I'm going to try. Like I'm going to relive it um, on the PS3 because you can't play Metal Gear Solid Four anywhere else. I think for the time no. being, no. Yeah. And at this point, it's probably unlikely it's going to come to any other systems. Yeah, no. There's too many issues. There's too many licensing with that, and well, that and Konami kind of forgot that they make games. Yeah busy making pachinko machines and I don't know what else. They gotcha games. <laughs> Let's not get into that. I have strong opinions. <laughs> oh, you know, I was going to say, just let it all out if you want. <laughs> but, uh, Try and keep this uh, PG. <laughs> oh, no, I, I have the E. I, I, hit, I always hit the E explicit for my podcast. Uh, I, okay. I, I sometimes forget, like, I, I'll let it slip. I'll mm. say like 
I'll accidentally like, I'll stub my toe while recording, and then I'll uh, just curse yeah. like a storm, and then I'll like you know, it's just, even if I don't have like any cursing going on in the podcast, I'll actually just hit it, just on basically uh, just because it's there, just in case I, I let anything slip by. Yeah, I'm I'm like that when I back up my streams onto YouTube. I just mm-hmm. mark them as eighteen plus because yeah. um, it's gonna be safe. Yeah, yeah. I I swear uh, quite often, and sometimes I don't realize I'm doing it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, but no, um, yeah. Uh, current state of <laughs> Konami. Mm. They've been going downhill for a good yeah. number of years. Um, and for me, the death knell started ringing when they cancelled Silent Hills. Oh, yeah. With the, um, was it after PT? Yeah, yeah. They yeah, released was... PT. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, people started completing it and figured out, oh, it's a playable teaser for Silent Hills. And, you know, it's, you got... The main character being Norman Reedus, mm-hmm. and it's um, what kind of remained of Team Silent, working mm-hmm. with Hideo Kojima and uh, Guillermo del Toro. Just, it was going to be a match made in heaven, and that was going to drag me into trying Silent Hill finally. I've played the demos of mm-hmm. one to four. Each one has freaked me out. And I've never played the full version of any of them, except two. I helped a friend mm-hmm. um, complete the last boss fight. Um, but aside from that, yeah, I've never got into them because they just get under my skin. And that was going to be the hook that got me. And then they cancelled it. Oh, I, know. I, I know. I was thanks. Like, I was, I was, and then, uh, yeah, go ahead. I don't, no, I don't want to take up all the time. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, don't worry about it. Um, no, because I, I at the time when this was all going down, like they were working on it, I, I was like completely blanked off on it. The only the last Silent Hill game I played was like the third one. I played the first three, and that was that for me. Uh-huh. I was like, all right, back to Metal Gear. I was like, we're done with Silent Hill. Let's put that away. Because <laughs> like scary scary games, I can't play them very well. Because I gotta have all the lights on. I I like <laughs> I can't put headphones on because it's like it's too much audio close to my ears. I sometimes put it on mute and I was like, let me just play the game with all the lights <laughs> on. Um, but yeah, like I kind of like learned like after the fact, like it all went to like hell and they just like decided to obliterate the project. And um, that's when I was like, oh man, that could have been such a great game. Mm. Like you had all the, all, all these people working on it, all these, these two uh, teams combining together. I'm like, yeah. I mean, um, I know uh, people, some people do kind of um, dump on Hideo Mm. for being overly cinematic with his games. Um, I actually kind of enjoy it, personally. Um, Sure, when I I found out that one of the MGS4 cutscenes is, what was it, over an hour and 20? Yeah. One Um, one cutscene? I was like, okay, maybe, maybe that's a little <laughs> bit much, but um, he's really good with storytelling. Yeah, and if there's one thing that makes for a really good Silent Hill, it's a really good story. Same goes for um, 
uh, Del Toro. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen Pan's Labyrinth, and that's weird. Um, I have seen Hellboy Two and the Golden Army. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't as impressed with that, but I think that was more studio interference. Um, his uh, cinematography and the visual storytelling was really good. The creature designs were amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wasn't impressed with the story as a whole. Um, and they kind of downplayed some of what made the first film good. And um, So, yeah. Um, and from what I've seen, Norman Reedus is a pretty good actor. I've mm-hmm. heard his uh, vocal performance for Death Stranding was uh, pretty good. Because um, I know some actors, you know, they're good on screen, but not mm-hmm. so good um, as voice actors. Some are good as voice actors, but not on screen. Some are good as both. Um, a good example of that within the Metal Gear universe is um, uh, uh, Keith Sutherland. Um yeah, on screen, <laughs> he's a good actor. Yeah. And I haven't played a whole lot of uh, Five, but I've seen um, quite a bit of it. Mm. And he's passable as a voice actor, but as a voice of uh, Big Boss, mm. nah, really didn't do it for me. Yeah, because I've... It took me, um, I bought the game, I bought um, whatever everybody's calling it, either say five or V, either or, here or Mm. there. Um, I bought it like day one when it first released, like when it was on the Xbox, I think 360. Yeah, it did come out on that originally. And then I kept transferring over. I never played it. I didn't play it then. I kept like transferring over to my next gen system. So by the time I had the Xbox One, I played the game like, I think, well, uh, eight years after its release, I kind of stayed away from social media from like spoiler alerts regarding it, but it was some parts were really unavoidable. I finally, mm. I finally got to finish it last year, and there, you're you're not missing much when it. I mean, I, I like Kiefer Sutherland, I like him as an actor, but yeah, it's it's very. It, I need I needed more like audio from him. Like, can you talk? Can you say anything else? Like it's very like I don't know if it was like it's quite directed flat. that way. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if he was directed that way to do that, but there's not much coming from him. Everybody else is just talking up a storm. You know, everyone's everyone's really yeah, information Ocelot, to you. Miller, um, uh, oh, uh, I forgot the guy's name. Um, Otacon's grandfather. Oh, Huey. Huey, that's it. Yeah, everyone's just like talking at him, and he's just like, he's like, yeah, 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 okay. And I'll just stand <laughs> around for twelve hours and smoke this I mean, cigar. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that too. Uh, I was gonna say like, I mean, it's no point of, like saying anything. Like, as soon as you start the first mission, you get to Miller. I knew trouble was happening because, like, wait a minute, like, hold up, he's not talking much to me. Like, something's wrong. This whole entire game's wrong. Yeah, because um, didn't they have hmm. David Hayter do the voice in um, Ground Zeroes, the like sort of prologue demo thing? Uh, I was gonna say that's where the controversy like began. He wasn't 
brought on. What, at all? At, at all. Ground Zeroes was still Kiefer Sutherland. That's where the introduction oh. Kiefer Sutherland began. Yeah, because I remember um, the teaser trailer mm-hmm. for Phantom Pain, and it had David Hayter, and, yeah, he delivered the iconic, kept you waiting, huh? And, um, yeah, everyone was like, Hi, yeah, more Big Boss. And then... Mm-hmm. Then Konami happened. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know if, like, if it was, like... Because, like, from interviews I've heard, um, he's had to audition for that role multiple times over for each uh, iteration of the game. And I, I would think, like, after... By the time you hit the third one, like, even the third one, you had to re... re um, had to basically, like, kind of, like, almost, like, interview for the job again and kind of test mm. himself. And I would think by the fourth one, like, all right, you are, you're in... There's nobody else gonna voice this character or any type of character, like variation of this character. But hmm. no, I think maybe because they threw so much money at it, and I think Kojima wanted to like get right into Hollywood, maybe. I don't know. All I remember is that like when it was going down, that's when it like started beginning. Like I started like going away from social media because then I started seeing like David Hader reacting from like the news from fans. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, I gotta like hit mute on all this because I don't want anybody to see anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a good game. It's something I'm like, hmm. gonna, I'm ever gonna bash on. It's 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 pretty good. It's really good. Yeah, um, I do have the the like all in one bundle thing. Mm-hmm. I picked it up on sale at one point, so I've got Ground Zeroes, I've got Phantom Pain, and I've got the myriad of microtransactions and mini DLCs and whatever they put out for it. There's mainly weapons and stuff, I think. And, like, arms, skins and whatever, but... I was going to um, say, yeah, yeah good. Um, but, yeah, I I dabbled with Ground Zeroes at one point. I've mm. played a couple, two or three, maybe four missions of Ground Zero... Uh, Ground Zeroes. Uh, Phantom Pain. Um, but I haven't delved into it properly. I mean, it's it, it's it's a good visit, especially it kind of like it doesn't. It says it's supposed to like answer like everything. Like this is the complete like this is answer it all. This is the end. This is what mm. you're gonna. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> really. Is, yeah. This is what it was like, meant to be. Yeah, it was meant to be. Um, and I think I think it was so funny that he uh, Kojima like was like. After every game, it's like, all right, this is it. Last one. I'm done. And then just come back. Like, no, no, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And then by the time you get to uh, V, it's like he actually wants to <laughs> to work on it. He wants to do it and possibly do more afterwards. And then it's like. The and then reverse. they're like, nah. They're like, nah, we're good. <laughs> like, goodbye. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, I mean, the only people that know that what happened is going to be him and the people who were in charge of Konami. So that, those are the only people that know. What yeah? What went down and what why it went down? And then I was I was gonna say like your what what your experience is with the series and as we're like jumping all around. Uh yeah yeah so yeah let's start mm-hmm. with uh, Metal Gear Solid One. Um so in in terms of um, mainline continuity, mm-hmm. I have played um, one, two, and three. A um, little bit of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't played four at all, um, and I 
And in terms of spin-offs all over, I owned um, Ghost Babel or mm-hmm. Bay, Babel or however you pronounce it, um, but never played it, um, which irks me to this day that I I spent the money on it and never played it. Um, and I, it pains me to have to include this, but I did play the um, open beta for Metal Gear Survive. That's okay. I don't judge. Um, I, I don't judge people. I don't judge. <laughs> I judge myself. It was awful. It was. I mean, it got the. <laughs> it's the core mechanics of five, yeah. but it just felt off. And I get where they were going mm. with it, um, but not everyone needs to jump on the sort of like Battle Royale zombies bandwagon. I like, I was going to say, it had the spirit, but there's there no soul to it. Um, I, I've, yeah. never, I've never played it. Uh, that's, I think that's like the only game I, I have, Revengeance. It's in my system. I just haven't got around yeah. to it. Yeah, I've got it as well. I just haven't uh, played it. But yes, uh, Metal Gear Solid 1. Mm. I've played the original PS1 version and the Twin Snakes. Um, and yeah, uh, thoroughly enjoyed my time with um, both. Um, uh, as a lot of people have said, uh, Twin Snakes is substantially easier mm. um, because they didn't update the map to take into account the new um, uh, new abilities. Uh, yeah, first-person aiming, being mm-hmm. able to hang off ledges and uh, whatever. Um, but I do like all of the um, re-recorded audio. I did find out through uh, Gaming Nerd that uh, David Hater paid to have the audio re-recorded out of his own pocket, which yeah. I thought was amazing as a guy um and shows how committed he is to the character and the franchise which made it all more painful that he wasn't in five mm-hmm. but I, i'll try not to keep harping <laughs> on about that i mean um, you're not the only one the hard no no um um but yeah um i don't think i ever completed one on all difficulties but mm. on both i did unlock the tuxedo the bandana and the um stealth suit yeah the stealth camo optic mm-hmm. camo thing um uh metal gear solid 2 that's a different beast i did complete that on every difficulty um and I I never got into uh, speed running as in mm. um, you know recording and then uploading um, yeah. times, um, but I did get pretty quick. I think my fastest um, was something like just over three hours. 
uh, you know, very beginning to very end, obviously skipping all cutscenes, but mm -hmm. um, um, but yeah, uh, got all the dog tags, unlocked everything, all of the different wigs for Raiden, and um, wait, there's that, <clears throat> hold on, there's wigs, uh, yeah, uh, Raiden has wigs in, or he did in the original PS2 version, mm -hmm. um, um. Yeah, one is infinite ammo. I think one is infinite oxygen. Um, and uh, I think it does also um, get the um, optic camo. Uh, it's It's been a, a good long while since I've played two, mm. um, which is uh, part of the reason I want to get my hands on the hd collection uh a friend of mine does have it but is buried in one of his boxes somewhere in his house um mm -hmm. i was hoping to borrow it ahead of this but he couldn't find it so uh, okay fair enough um uh metal gear solid 3 um probably my second most played metal gear um uh, I have a comparison to it kind of akin to um, like the 3D uh, GTA games. Mm -hmm. um, the second game in the series is my favorite, even though the third is the most technically impressive of the the three respective. So, I mean, you know, I don't disrespect San Andreas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got a lot more mechanics to it larger map, a lot more missions, but Vice City just clicked with me. Same with Metal Gear Solid 2. And, uh, but yeah, um, I did put a lot of time into uh, 3. Um, uh, yeah, unlock the Patriot because that's a fun gun to run around with. Um, can't remember... Actually, I can't remember what most of the unlocks are for three. But I know I did complete it a, a good handful of times. Um, uh, uh, oh, and also, um, sorry, mm. getting back to Metal Gear Solid 1, I did have the VR missions uh, disc as well. Um, that was quite a lot of fun. And I did pick up um, Metal Gear Solid 2 uh, Substance, uh, after that came out and the VR missions in that were a lot of fun um, as was the really weird skateboarding minigame yeah, <laughs> Snake, oh, yeah. And, Snake and Raiden just you know popping ollies and grinding <laughs> on top of Big Shell <laughs> like okay I think but, um, 3 I think had something hmm? I, say, I think that's where Konami clicked for uh skateboards for them from then on it was like let's put this in the back it's like we're gonna we're gonna release skateboards later on not games skateboards mm. they're selling skateboards now yeah for um oh. for silent hill of course <laughs> sell everything but video games yeah what <laughs> <laughs> oh, konami what are you doing Yes, I know. Pachinko mm. and merch makes, you know, makes money. You know what else makes money? 
making and selling video games. That's true. And I think for the Castlevania, I don't know if you knew, but for Castlevania anniversary, they released an NFT. I don't know what happened. No, surprisingly. I I, I, I heard it and I kind of like spread it around when it was like announced. It was like secretly announced. Like it was on the webpage, but they didn't really say like, we have an NFT, Castlevania. It was kind of like, it was kind of like, um, (laughs) it was kind of like it slid in underneath when they actually said like for the anniversary on top of that, they were going to release like these limited edition physical copy runs. Yeah. It was like that kind of like blinded people a little bit. But then everyone latched on, like, wait a minute, your NFTs? And then people yeah. were like, oh, wait, we have the anniversary of Metal Gear coming up soon. I'm like, oh, no. Please, please, no. Please, yeah. please. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then some people are like joking, like, oh, watch um, the games that are like taken away because of historical footage are going to be NFTs. Which yeah. I, hope, I hope, I hope not. I hope it's like, actually, they acknowledge the anniversary and do something. Do something than nothing. Let's hope. Because I'd love to see, you know, one to four mm-hmm. of Metal Gear uh, released um, in, you know, full 1080p or, you know, 1080p slash 4K, depending on yeah. what systems they're released on. But, you know, have a retweaked um, Twin Snakes maybe have the graphics engine but remove the extra um mechanics so gameplay wise it goes back to metal gear solid one not 1.5 and then have you know two and three in full hd and um i'm pretty sure four is already 1080p but it was only on ps3 yeah um so but that requires sony and nintendo to sign off on four and twin snakes plus there's silicon knights was involved with twin Mm -hmm. snakes so we can dream but it it's it's probably not gonna happen especially unless they've like you know working on it behind the scenes and kept really really quiet about it and then surprise everyone but that's just yeah you know, that's like that's a possibility but even um yeah japanese um developers are prone to some leaks here yeah. and there um and look at resident evil there yeah the mainline series with the exception of the remaster of three or the remake of three um has been in-house in japan and some stuff uh still winds up leaking even with the tight ship they run um so you'd think something as big as that would have Mm -hmm. gotten out by now if they're working on it um but who knows could happen uh but i'm not gonna hold my breath yeah, I was gonna say like while everybody's like reaching and like digging for like rumors and everything, um, I've been actually looking for like Konami's like financial quarterly statements because I want to know where the money's going to. I was like, Pachinko machines. That's yeah, exactly, Pachinko <laughs> machines. And then people were like, "Oh, look, 
um because someone actually started like doing what i was doing like other people like catching on to that mm-hmm. looking at like financial statements quarterly statements that they're like releasing for their shareholders and they're like pointing out like, oh look they're entertainment and software and i'm like yeah but that could be like for, like mobile games that could be for like their pachinko machine that could be for like all these other things like that doesn't involve actually making the games no because look at the metal gear solid 3 pachinko machine mm-hmm. they went through and remastered a whole bunch of the uh, cutscenes in amazing detail mm-hmm. just those it's like come on and then yeah, I was gonna say like sometimes people would, leak, would like when that was going on, people were leaking that, and they were thinking like, "Oh, it's a remake, it's a remake." And I was like, "That doesn't look like a." Remake. It came, yeah, it came out to be the Pachinko machines. So yeah, uh, unfortunately, yeah, um, on a financial statement, software is a very broad term. I mean, it it doesn't even have to be anything they're putting out. It can be them buying licenses to, um, you know, uh, whatever, like, spreadsheet and whatever software they're using. It's, um, yeah. Um, uh, so, um, uh, yeah, I've, I... Like I said, I've seen bits of four being played. Uh, the actual gameplay looks quite interesting. Uh, I do mm. like the fact that you can, um, you know, disarm people, take the weapons, and then you get the uh, Drevin points, which is yes. basically money, so you can buy uh, more of your own weapons and ammo and whatever. So. For the first time, proper short of playing a game on the easiest setting, you can kind you can go ham um, as Snake without having to rely on unlocking the infinite ammo bandana first. Um, you know, as as long as you're um, aiming pretty well and controlling how you're shooting, uh, yeah, uh, I've. I've seen that you can um, shoot your way through the whole game, uh, with the exception of the um, fist fight at the end. <laughs> That'd be pretty <laughs> short if uh, Snake just pulls out so common. <laughs> um, and yeah, again, um, Ground Zeroes and Five, I've seen um, bits played a bit myself. Um, like you said, uh, mechanically, mm. it plays pretty well. It's uh, it's quite fun um, going through, um, uh, you know, knocking people out, figuring out if they're good as staff, um, flagging them for pickup, flagging up uh, supplies and uh, whatnot. Quite an interesting uh, concept. Um, adds a bit of... Uh, like metagame strategy to the whole thing, um, which is an interesting take. Um, Metal Gear Rising, I've seen, um, again, a good bit of that being played. Uh, I do have it, just haven't played it yet. Mm. Um, but um, everything I've played of Platinum Games 
has been solid. Uh, yeah, Bayonetta, Vanquish. Um, trying to think what else. Um, and yeah, in terms of uh, a lot of the other stuff, um, you know, Peace Walker, Acid, Portable Ops. Uh, I know of them, um, <clears throat> but haven't haven't looked into playing them. I know Acid is like a card based game. Yeah, I, and that's that's the shame of me. I had the PSP. Like it was kind of like one of those things where it's like when Sony released something, I was like the one. I was like always like gotta go buy it, gotta go buy it, gotta go buy it. <laughs> and I had the PSP, and I and I and Acid for some reason was like always on sale, and I was like, oh, this game's on. It's like I should buy it. It's like Metal, it's Metal Gear, and I never bought it. Yeah, I never bought it. That's a shame on me. And um, I think that's what happened. Oh, sorry, um, carry on. No, I just to say like, I think that's what happened. People, I think, were expecting an actual game, and I think it was a card. It was card based. Mm. And then, from what I heard, the second one was like a way better upgrade compared to the first one. Oh, okay. I I I I don't have a PSP, and I think that's the only way to play it at this time, as well. Yeah. Well, there's. There's another means, but mm-hmm. we'll uh, not not mention that for want of trouble. I mean, um, I was gonna say, where there's a way, there's a there's a, yes. where there's a will, there's a way. Um, well, uh, saying that, mm-hmm. um, I although the PSP is probably considered retro at this point. It's so. probably not treated as retro in terms of price. I'm no. not sure. Because um, retro gaming um, has... Uh, prices have... Uh, Through the roof. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, I mean, I, I'm quite lucky that the vast majority of uh, Xbox 360 uh, titles, most of them are pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, given given uh, their respective age of the game, um, but once you start looking a generation prior, you know, PS2, GameCube, um, original Xbox, and before, that's where it starts really yeah. skyrocketing. It gets to um, the point where it's like you got to choose: you want to you want to pay your rent, or you want this, you want the, whatever you're trying to buy. It's retro. Yeah. Do you want? Do you want to keep a roof over your head, or do you want to buy that one game <laughs> from twenty years ago that you really miss playing? Mm-hmm. I'll buy the game. <laughs> <sighs> um. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, shall we uh, get into um, yeah. my experiences with two? Yeah. Um. I was gonna say, like, for for me, um. I play. I played it on day one. This is like, once I played the first game, every game that I heard from two Tom till V, when it was being released, I pre-ordered it. I was, and where I lived in upstate New York, there's like only a handful of people that would like go to the midnight release. So it's like every iteration that came out, we all saw each other 
through the years <laughs> and we just kind of like wait like oh, hi i'm here you're here too hey, hi how you doing <laughs> and um and it was like yeah they would have like this like gamestop near us will have like these minute releases and then there only maybe be like 12 people that show up and i would say like is this really worth it for you guys to be up at midnight to release the game physically <laughs> during the times of physical release and um yeah. yeah yeah i played it like when it first came out and that was in 2001 and i was um i was still in high school and i like just basically ran out of the house and just like i'm gonna get this game right now and <laughs> go play it i played it as soon as i got it as soon as i came home i played it till the next day and um from my um from my experience like going into like as soon as i started it it was a completely different game obviously from the graphics has just changed from from first from the first playstation to the second one mm. and including the, the gameplay as well yeah because it gave us a, the, the option now that we don't have to actually kill everyone that we come across we can we can subdue them we can actually knock them out whether yeah, yeah whether by our by snake's hands or, or the m9 yep or the, or the m9 pistol and I kind of like got, I kind of went like crazy because like it was very, I, I'm trying to remember like it was very low ammo on the M9. They would not, it would usually give you just enough not to like knock out every single person they were going to come across. Yeah. And then um, my, my first experience that like I ran out of ammo and just started like shooting people <laughs> with, with, with the lethal weapons and um, come to like find out like, oh, there's, they leave a blood trail. That was that was that was the first time. I was like, "Whoa, yeah. this game's uh, way yeah. different than the, the bodies stay behind. <laughs> they don't disappear. They <laughs> they stay where they are. And um, and some of them you gotta like actually shoot like the walkies if they like get it to their hands. Like if they get closer enough, you actually try to shoot the walkie before it goes yep. off. Not when they click it, and then all of a sudden the other end be like, "Hey, you called? What happened?" Yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, I I thoroughly enjoyed the because the tanker was like kind of like the introduction to like mm. introducing you to the new control scheme introducing you to um what you have to do from here on out and also the enemy ai as well because i think yeah. if, you, if you got a certain amount of alarm and alerts then all of a sudden the guards would come by geared up with like uh almost like riot shields and yeah and extra armor yep and in formation <laughs> in formation coming right at you and I'm just like snake with a pistol going like pat 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 shooting the shields. <laughs> and you're like, I better save one for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then um and then some another thing was like um because you had to like hide the bodies. I didn't realize it till like after like till my till my till my brother played it, my little brother played it. You can actually throw the bodies overboard at certain parts in the tanker. And I was like, oh, I didn't think about that. But then yeah. the whole thing was like, wait a minute, I thought you were supposed to like not kill so much. It's like, I'm pretty sure like we're just drowning soldiers left and right. Here you go. <laughs> Off into the Hudson River. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tranquilize someone, throw them overboard. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope they're floating on their back. <laughs> um but yeah, I had a um, very, very similar experience. Um, uh, I uh, bought it on day one. I um, uh, over here, well, 
in this town at least um midnight releases weren't a thing so i picked it up um in the uh, morning mm-hmm. um and i was scheduled to work and um uh, the pros and cons of having a manager who's switched on to video games um you've got someone to talk about uh, talk mm-hmm. to um but he also knew that uh, metal gear solid 2 was coming out that particular friday and he was like if you call in sick I know you're, you're in so much trouble. It's like, like oh, damn it. Um, but I, I bought it and uh, I bought the strategy guide as well because, mm-hmm. yeah, I I was into using strategy guides to um, do my first completion back then, um, and so went to work. Count, counted down the seconds um got home as soon as i could um had dinner put the game in and um something funny uh mm-hmm. happened um i got to the end of the tanker mm-hmm. and the game um crashed during the um metal gear ray coming out of the water um scene and mm-hmm. it, it it kind of it didn't well, it crashed, but the image uh, kind of, you know, just stayed on screen. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay. And it was before Snake surfaced to the water. Or, oh, no. Yeah, you see Snake come up to the surface of the water, and then Ray comes out. So, I th- I think it crashed as you saw Ray coming up through mm-hmm. the water before you see Snake. So, I was like, ah, oh, okay, well, I've I've completed... Um, the tanker section I um, booted the game back up mm-hmm. and then um, because of the difficulty I was playing on I think uh, you get the option of just starting at Big Shell oh, okay. so I was like okay um, I've, I've done that bit so I'll just go from Big Shell and then when they're talking about um, Snake died two years ago I was like is that what happened? in the crash you you fuckers you you did my boy dirty in a cutscene. come on and then you're playing as Raiden and then you come across Iroquois Pliskin and you're like I like that part yes you hear, you hear the voice reference and, and and then he kind of looks into the camera like wink yeah and it, like it's wink. almost like <laughs> hey remember me yeah and you're like nah come that's got to be that's got to be snake come on same voice it looks like him Mm -hmm. um i was was gonna say i wish you kind of like like you can almost like type in like your own dialogue and i'll just like ask are you the legendary solid snake (laughs) and see how the ai reacts like no never heard the man i'm iroquois (laughs) who's that um and then yeah um later on in the in the game when solidus reveals himself to be solid yeah, and Pliskins on the side of the chopper with the uh, M4, M203. He's just like, pretty much, bitch. You thought, don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he just um, comes on strong. He's like, no, that is not solid snake. <laughs> and I said the same thing watching that cutscene in my room. Like, 
I mean, probably like th- three or four in the morning, and the midnight release going like, that's not Solid Snake. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wound up playing um, through the night. I completed the game, mm-hmm. and then looked at the time, and I was like, oh. I have to get ready for my Saturday <laughs> shift. Um, and then um, <laughs> my boss was like, uh, how far did you get? I'm like, oh, I finished it. Like, how? You finished at like six <laughs> and it takes you nearly an hour to get home. Like, <laughs> you sure will. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um uh but no um yeah two just holds a really special place in my heart for uh, a good number of reasons you know just being that much of a step up from the first game mm-hmm. um you know my personal experiences through playing it experiences of friends playing it um uh a uh a friend of mine who's also um, my GM for one of the tabletop RPGs uh, mm-hmm. that I play, uh, he uh, borrowed it, I don't know, a couple of weeks after it came out, uh, something like. And um, this is back during the days of MSN Messenger. That's going back. Oh, yeah. Um, and <laughs> I think two, three days later, um uh during the conversation i get something along the lines of um hey mate um i think i need to buy you a new copy um because i think i broke yours and and he he went on to explain that um you know um towards the end of big shell as Mm -hmm. you're going through arsenal gear Mm -hmm. and you know you start getting the weird uh, codec calls from um, Cam- yeah, uh, Campbell. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, he he thought that he'd somehow corrupted the game. And, this is me, I've got a bit of a mischievous ch- uh, streak, as you've probably picked <clears throat> up on during our chats. And um, I seized the opportunity. I was like... You what? <laughs> and I played along. And for the rest of that MSN uh, chat, I kept it going. And the next time we met face to face, somehow I kept a straight face and kept it going. <laughs> and I, I even like played angry. I was like, dude, seriously, what did you do to my copy? <laughs> And eventually I I did break down and laugh and <laughs> I let him in on the joke. And he was like, I was really worried. How, how could you do that? I was like, come on, it's too funny. You could have done the same. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I, I wouldn't blame him because, like, that was at, one, at that point, that was, like, the weirdest part of pretty mm. much the whole game. I was like, why, why is... Why is the colonel like acting this way? Like, why is he telling me like all these things? First of all, he told me to shut the game off. And at the time I actually did it. I was like, cause in the first game, it, it told you what to do when you're fighting Psycho Manus. And then I was like, oh, this is just like when I was fighting Psycho Manus. 
the video game is telling me what to do. So I hit off and I didn't save oh, it. And I was like, I had to go back in there again. Yeah. Yeah. He, he does also tell you, um, yeah, if it takes you a while to figure out Meryl's codec mm-hmm. uh, code, he flat out tells you, look on the back of the case. Mm-hmm. Um, because <laughs> that, uh, that confused me uh, like crazy in the first game. Um, oh, the case? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, look on the back of the case. I'm, I'm, I'm going through all of Snake's inventory up to this point, you know, all like, well, it's not going to be in the weapons, but it's like, you know, the the key cards, rations, like, mm-hmm. just looking through, I'm like, I haven't found the CD case, so I'm, like, running all around the map. <laughs> like, where's the CD like, case? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? What? And then um, a friend of mine said, no, the CD <laughs> case. Like, yeah, I had, I had that too. But you know what? I bought mine's. <laughs> I bought mine's used, and it didn't come with a CD case. It came with just like a, <sighs> they put it like in those CD sleeves. Yeah. And so I was like, "What CD case are they talking about? I don't have an instruction manual either." And so <laughs> no. I'm just like, "I'm." I was actually looking like, um, I was like making Snake go throughout like through all like where I can go and look for an actual CD case in the game. I was like, "It's gotta be somewhere. It's like somewhere <laughs> in this game. Do I have to like get? Is it in the inventory?" <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, in terms of, mm-hmm. uh, the actual, uh, story, um, I, I do like, um, yeah, but the, uh, tank section, um, mm-hmm. you've got, um, Snake starts off with the, um, optic camo yeah, and then just immediately breaks, I know. Um, can't as soon as he bungees down, um, but then it's kind of funny because later in the game he has the infinite ammo bandana, and it's like, why didn't you bring that with you as well <laughs> for the tank commission? That would have helped a lot. Um, I was gonna say, like, but I don't want to because you didn't play for it, and I don't want to spoil it for you. But like the fact that he answers that, like he has the stealth camo and the bandana, kind of plays into four. To what goes on versus choices. So I'm not sure if you're aware. I don't want to say. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I've mm-hmm. I have seen um, just about everything. I know Otacon and Meryl are both yeah. in four. Um, so that makes the Meryl ending of one uh, canon. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, Snake and Otacon uh, sort of convene at mm-hmm. some point because although he uh, Otacon disappears pretty much um as soon as you get into the Merrill ending mm-hmm. um it's not outright express uh said that he dies yeah but if you get the Otacon ending Merrill is dead exactly um yeah, I was gonna say like that like probably like threw like a lot of people like by the time you hit the four because like looking back mm. on it it kind of like says like oh they're both they're both alive they're both within the story still from the second yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, uh, Snake make, uh, making his way through the uh, tanker and then um, being able to have a lot of fun with the uh, in-game mm-hmm. digital camera as well. 
taking some um, funny oh, yeah. and inappropriate pictures. And also some of the codec calls. <laughs> if, you, if you hide in a locker that's got a poster on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing I did when I got the game. Because, you know, I was 17 years old when I played this, uh, when I played the second game. So, like, so your hormones were going 17 year old me is like, kiss, 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 kiss. And, and like, then in the codec call, <laughs> Snake's just going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otacon's just like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> Meanwhile, like a guard, you hear you like, "What's that sound?" Still like breathing <laughs> heavy. Um, and then um, also like when you get into the hold, um, mm-hmm. where you've got the uh, all the marines and they're being talked to by I forget his name. The guy. Boy. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I think it was a. Uh... Was it commander or general? I think it's commander. But it's commander. Uh, Fortune's Fortune's uh, dad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if if you go up, sneak under the projector and push mm-hmm. the button, you're locked into the um, <laughs> locked into the sequence of switching slides, and then mm-hmm. um, then the whole the entire hold turns around and looks at you and just all of those explanation marks like oh (laughs) okay do not push that button (laughs) but i I was like but i do like the cinematic where it's like you're caught and then snake's just like raising his hand up going forward it's like oh you guys got me yeah it's a fair cop (laughs) um and then yeah there's there's um ocelot turning up and mm-hmm. um uh shooting the commander and then shooting galukovic and oh yeah there's also the fight with olga oh um yeah. um which um i recently we uh rewatched the um that some call me johnny johnny versus metal gear solid 2 review and mm-hmm. yeah, he made a pretty good point of um, you shoot Olga full of tranquilizers. Oh yeah, while, while she's pregnant. And it's no, and it's um, a, it, and it's known right with the conversation with her father before the fight that she's pregnant, right? Yeah, I was going back. I was like, I was thinking to myself like as I'm like doing the battle with her, I was like, um, she's that's pregnant. Why he doesn't, yeah, that's why he doesn't want her there. Mm-hmm. Um. And um, in the Metal Gear Solid 4 um, review, Johnny makes the, the joke of um, Sonny sucks at communication. Because of <laughs> Probably that. because of all the tranquilizers. I'm like, oops, <laughs> my bad. I was just saying, and from the amount you shoot at her, like you'd think like mm. she be she and the baby both be dead. All those yeah, even through. if you're playing on the easiest setting, she takes mm-hmm. multiple tranquilizers. Yeah, um, even like headshots or heart shots. There, uh, it's an insane amount. And um, so, yeah, I, um, yeah, at, at the time, mm-hmm. uh, you just didn't it. think anything of it. You're just like, no, nah, I'm being non-lethal. Exactly. Like, this um, is not going to hurt her. Yeah. 
Yeah, no lasting damage. <laughs> That's probably why she needs um, a cyber ninja suit later as well. <laughs> the motor functions uh, are probably, probably screwed up. <laughs> probably inverted controls for her afterwards. Where it's like down is up and up is down. And everything's all like um, LSD. <laughs> She's just like permanently tripping for the rest of her life. Which kind of kind of explains like when you kind of interact with her um, as Ryan, she goes like, "What? No, I'm not with them." But it's like a kind of like delayed. Like you tell her like, "Oh, are you dead cell? Are you with them?" And then she kind of like says like, she pauses for like um, like a couple of milliseconds. She's like, "What? No, how dare you say that?" Like, <laughs> yeah. I would ask like, "Are you okay?" You're not responding correctly. Yeah. Have you got some processor lag going on? <laughs> got too many applications open. <laughs> and then, like, thinking back on the game and also, like, I was reliving and kind of replaying it. Mm. Um, when the tanker's going down, like, they, they don't show it, but they, like, obviously, I think they said it, like, she was taken by a group of just men off the tanker. Yeah, I would, I would have liked to have seen that. Like, she's just like laid about on the tanker floor. I, I actually would like, think of like, oh, what about that girl I kind of shot earlier as the ship is sinking? Yeah. Um, but that still wouldn't be on um, Snake because mm-hmm. he'd taken her down non lethally. Yeah. And then it's Ocelot that turns up and is like, yeah. Um, I. I am also kind of equal parts relieved and disappointed we never got the um, section Hideo wanted to include of mm-hmm. having to escape uh, the tanker. Because, mm-hmm. um, yes, I, I can see how it would interfere with the pacing and be frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other side of the coin, there's some other bits they could have maybe done with it, like like you said, you don't see Olga being um, taken, so although that could have just been part of the um, cutscene, yeah. but yeah, it, it's literally just off-screen at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they, um, could have, they could have made Snake's Escape like a quick-time event if they wanted to. Potentially. Yeah. Um, well, they, but that they, they weren't really that prevalent at that mm. time. Um, I know yeah. Shenmue was sort of the progenitor. Yeah, it was kind of. Like... I don't think they. I don't think Shenmue was the progenitor, but sort of our understanding of QTs mm-hmm. now started with Shenmue. Um. Um. And yeah, Shenmue had been out for a year or so at that point. So I know it originally came out in the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I never really got into the uh, Dreamcast, despite being a Sega kid as I grew up. Um, but uh, yeah, I could I could see that being a quick time event but I'm not sure how fans would have received it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it probably wouldn't like, oh, that's cheap. A quick time event us for Snake yeah. Escape. Yeah, it's a case of damned if you do, yeah. damned if you don't. You know, if it had been a quick time event, 
mm-hmm. uh, that said, oh, why didn't you let us play it? And yeah, if it was a playable thing, oh, this is too difficult. Why didn't you make it a QT? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like... <laughs> And I hey, think for, you know what? Yeah. You enter the sequence, you choose. Do you want to play it or do you want it as a quick time event? And I, I think for like when you I think when um for like the second part of the game where with Raiden, I think when they're talking about the whole tanker and they actually show like Snake escaping, like they show hmm. the footage. And I said to myself, like, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. I like, um and I think that was probably like what was footage. Cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's taken from an earlier build of the game because um, it was included in at least one of the trailers as well, I think. Yes. Yep. And um, as yeah. well as having Famas in the tanker section. Mm-hmm. It's like that would have been good to have at the time. Yeah. Um, well, it, it would have been nice to mm-hmm. kept the continuity of having the Famas, but it also kind of makes sense of switching it to the M4 and the uh, AK-74 issue. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and yeah, so I do know now that um, Snake survives the tanker mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, jumped to two years later. And it's kind of like a like a double whammy. Like you see Snake, and then we kind of see like who are the people we're going to deal with um, on the big mm. shell, and, and like we see like Vamp, and like in all his vampiness. Yes. And um, so yeah, uh, uh, time jump two years forward. Your Snake um, infiltrating into um, Big Shell. And um, uh, Johnny also made a very good point of it's something you kind of don't really pick up on when you're first playing it. Mm. But the entire um, sequence of events from Big Shell is almost beat for beat entirely identical to Shadow Moses. Oh, yes. Um, so, you know, you, you swim in, you, um, get in through the little cargo thing, you're going up the elevator, you've got the codec call. Um, and then that's when, um, Campbell, uh, says, yeah, you're no longer snake. Um, we're changing your call sign to, um, Raiden. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Raiden, why? Um, and, uh, yeah, then it's dropped on you that um, Solid Snake, who was thought to have died, is you know leading Dead Cell, and it's like, wait, uh, and then yeah, you eventually see uh, Solidus, and you're like, yeah, no, that's not him, um, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, Dead Cells, quite an interesting um, bunch of mercs. Um, so, uh, you got you got Fat Man, mm-hmm. uh, Vamp, Fortune, I'm drawing a blank. Um, me too. Yeah. There is a fourth. Fat Man. They're not, count- they're not counting Solidus as the 
as them, are they? Um, I, I don't think so. Ah, this is going to bug me. Google, help. <laughs> uh, and yes, to that cell. Members. Oh no, yeah, no, in terms of the game, they are counting Solidus because he's a found he's the founder. I thought okay. he just did, I thought he just employed them. That's what I thought. As in, yo, know, <clears throat> they're a Merc band, he's paying for them uh to help. So yeah, you've got Solidus Snake, Colonel Jackson, mm-hmm. um, who's the um Marine Colonel. He's the original commander. And Fortune mm. is second in command. Vamp, the knife expert. Fat Man, the demolition expert. Old Boy, experienced soldier. I think his concept was um, changed to become the end in three. Mm. And then um, the totally not racistly named Chinaman, um, martial artist, expert. Um, but those last two were cut, so guess they don't really count. Or you know they could have been part part of, but the whole team wasn't there or whatever. Um, um, but yeah, uh, no, there. Um, there's less of them than there are of uh, the Foxhound unit. Mm-hmm. Um, in Shadow Moses, but they're that much la uh, much more larger than life to kind of make up for it, and especially um, the Fat Man boss fight. Mm -hmm. He's just roller skating around, saying, "Hey, look, it's your favorite (laughs) explosives." (laughs) And um, so, yeah, Fat Man's got um, uh, a very big. Very big personality. Um, Vamp is, um, well, he's he's Vamp. It's kind of um, hard to say, like, what can you say about Vamp? I'm like, he's Vamp. He, yeah, he's he's very eccentric. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, he's he's called Vamp for two reasons, you know, because um, Vamp used to be an old time name for what was it being. Homosexual or bisexual? Apparently, I, um, I yeah. don't recall hearing that, but that might have been more of an American thing than UK. I don't know. Um, but also, yeah, his um, supposed immortality. So, yeah, he's he's got a very eccentric personality because of both of those aspects. You know, it's kind of playing up on both, and. Um, he was quite interesting to go up against and um rest in peace ee mm-hmm. um i i so wish there had been a way to prevent um vamp from um stabbing her that would have been would have been nice cuz uh that um pardon the pun but that yeah, cut me up. 
um, at the time, or well, kind of still does. Um, whenever I rewatch, you know, mm-hmm. cutscenes, and I see that one, I'm like, oh. Um, and then, yeah, seeing him come back in uh, four is like, you just don't stay down, do you? <laughs> how how good are your nano machines? Why? <laughs> why can't we unlock those (laughs) infinite health or you know you just lose all your health you lay down for 30 seconds and you get back up (laughs) um and uh fortune um yeah she's uh quite an interesting uh character um having um quite a tragic story because it's not just her father that she loses is it um uh didn't she lose her husband and child as well or something i believe i believe that's like that was a story like and then why she was seeking death all the time yeah and um as you as you find out through oslop right towards the end it was all orchestrated yeah, which I kind of hated. I was like, oh, I wanted a little, I wanted like a little mystery there. Yeah, and then um, Elslot's just like, yeah, no, bang. <laughs> um, which kind of really sucks because by that point you're actually kind of on her side, mm-hmm. and I, if memory serves, she's actually um going to defect and help Bryden, isn't she? I think. I think for, like, for her or, it, or it's implied that it's, she's having a change of heart. It's kind of implied because it's like she kind of has like her own thing going. Or oh, she thought she was going to have her own thing. And kind of like mm. steal Arsenal from under mm. Solidus, which I mean, I'm thinking to myself like, wait a minute, you're going to try to steal this whole like Metal Gear like basically ship from this guy who has like octopus arms and can like zip <laughs> super speed and I'm like go ahead if you're that lucky take it yeah yeah that's that's the unfortunate thing she wasn't lucky it mm-hmm. was just that uh, EM field that was part of her railgun um which Ocelot had the off switch for it was like really yeah. and he just turns it off it, he's like it's uh, off now. Um, yeah, I mean, it would have been a bit more rewarding if he'd mm. disarmed her rather than, oh, no, click, mm-hmm. one goes click. Um, um, but yeah, um, and then, yeah, there's the whole Solidus fight on top of, uh, on that rooftop. Um, mm. Mm-hmm. I know, I know the name of the building. Uh, I can't oh. recall it. Um, Fe- uh, Federal Hall. Federal Hall. That's it. Thank you. Um, oh, that fight gave me almost every single time I got I get to that point. It always gives me trouble because he's just like yeah. zip, 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 and like leaving your... flames yeah. behind and. Yeah, using two uh, high frequency blades, and it's just like, dude, dude, you've got 
an yeah. exosuit, two high-frequency yeah. blades. Um, you've got the uh, Les Infants, uh Terrible um, genetics. Um, yeah, you're not playing fair. Come on. Oh, really? And then like, and here you're, I am, an ex. Um, you're you're given a soldier with one. Yeah. You're given <laughs> one, one sword, sword. and you're no armor. You and you're also weren't given enough time to like kind of practice the sword. Like you're no. given like a small little time, like okay, practice it. And I was like, this is not real practice. Like I need to know, like know how to use this sword. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Solid gives you it, mm. and you swing it a few times in the hallway. Yeah, and then you do get to use it against um the, goons yeah the 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 tengu soldiers on Arsenal. yeah yeah well i mean up to that point they're not goons they're elite yeah because you know they're all up armored they've got p90s and highly trained and then you get into the fight and you've got solid watching your back with the m4 and you know you can run around with whatever but you know Everyone used the uh, high frequency blade their first time because it was the shiny new thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're just like holding it out, pew, 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 <laughs> deflecting bullets. And you're like, hold on, Ryden's just picked this up. How does he know he can deflect bullets with it? How's he got the reaction time to deflect bullets with it? But then you get up close to the Tango and you're like, hack them to bits. Well, not not bits. This isn't rising. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you hack them down like they're basically nothing, and and then you're up against Solidus, you know, using two of these bad boys, and you're like, okay, now I'm outclassed. <laughs> um, th- this is like the end game boss of like a franchise where you can take your character through, and you're like. <laughs> a mid-level character from the first game. <laughs> Help. Poke. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. Um, oh, no, I, I had to replay that. I had to replay that boss battle like over and over and over until I finally got it. I was like, oh, now I know how to beat him. Hold on. Let me get back in there. Yeah. The trouble is because of how fast he moves you Mm. I had trouble I would find ways of dealing good chunks of damage but then the next time through he wouldn't act the same he'd he'd you know know, first time he'd zip there and then there and then there Mm. so you know I I happened to be close enough to be able to move and get some damage in but then um the next time he'd like zip there, there, and there. And it's like, I, oh, uh, there's no pattern. Exactly. Yeah. The, the pattern is he zips, but not in a set pattern. And it's like, oh. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and I imagine when I do eventually get my hands on Metal Gear Solid 2 again, mm-hmm. um, it's still going to give me a lot of trouble, that fight. Especially, um, yeah, there's going to be some muscle memory there. And um, 
tactics buried in the deep dark recesses but um age has uh changed how i play so yeah um i'm not looking forward to facing him again <laughs> i mean i didn't mind him facing the first time when he's in the harrier jet that I didn't oh mind. yeah that was that, that was quite fun. i was like okay like this i was like this was pretty cool because then Solid Snake just like kicks off a stinger missile, like get out of here. It's like, go get shoot him down. <laughs> go shoot him down. I can't yeah. do it. And then um, that actually was fun. That that actually, that mm. fight was fun. Um, Fat Man was okay. Um, it was kind of weird. Like when I first played it, it was like, wait a minute. They like Peter Jones, like he sent his bombs with cologne. I'm like, why? It's his signature. I'm like. Yeah, but why? 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 We're not even answer. Like, is it, people, does, he, does he like that scent? Like, is that like what? And then to look for it, like you see, like on this, on the salt, on the, your salt on radar, it looks like cat pee on your radar. Yeah. For the yeah, bomb. it's that musty yellow. Mm-hmm. And, and then yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like that. We're like, what is that? Like, what am I looking at? And then, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of something. I was like, "Wait a minute!" Like after that, then, I think th- after that you face Vamp the first time, or is it Fortune the first time? Uh, it's Fortune. Fortune back where you kind of have to like backtrack where you began. And yeah, and then like, uh, as you're going to go back out. She's just she come down, up. yeah. Because then she thinks like salt. She thinks like salt snake is there, like where you are. Like she's like, oh, finally. She even monologues saying like, finally, we're, we're like, we're finally gonna meet. And then she just like goes off and shoots her gun. And then she sees him like she sees like riding flipping and still doesn't like she doesn't skip a beat. She's like, all right, you're not solid snake, but I'll still kill you. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's under the impression that it wasn't ocelot. Um, Ocelot told mm-hmm. her that Solid killed um, Jackson. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's why she's got um, a, a perceived beef with mm-hmm. Solid. Which, um, yeah, I was gonna say, which like you should never really trust what comes out of his mouth, ever. Even no, even, but even, in universe, yeah. um, with a couple of exceptions. By the time you learn that lesson, it's too it's late. It's too late. Yeah, exactly. Even when like he's your ally in, mm. like, he's kind of like your ally in three, but you don't know it till the end. And then yeah, and then in V, he is your ally. And then I'm like, no, I don't trust you at all. Like every information you give me, I am not. I'm not going to listen to you. Yeah, but um, from um, Johnny's analysis of. For you know, when you read between the lines of everything that he's done throughout um, the entire chronology, it's been in service of um, Big Boss. Yes. Um, so, in a roundabout way, he has been pursuing the same thing as um, Otacon and Snake. Mm. Um even at points being on a parallel course but 
Ocelot or Liquid Ocelot just has to be deceptive about the whole thing. Which um, that that kind of like made like my head explode the fourth game. I'm like, wait a minute, like the, the arm is gone. I, I know the arm is gone. He ended up like with some kind of prosthetic. Yeah, and then he kept going with it, like with I forgot what I forgot how they explained. It. I think it was like um, kind of like did the same thing where he similar to what in V he made himself like believe the person you're following is Big Boss because mm. he needed to believe it wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. So kind of like yeah. in the fourth one, he needed to like trick his mind. Yeah, he needed that, that liquid um, is, hypnotherapy yeah, liquid, thing. Yeah, yeah, the liquid is buried when Solid Snake appears he'll come out although the thing i did find funny is um when you see that um ocelot's got a new hand and then you know he takes the coat off and you see the um like surgery scar for uh attaching it it's mm-hmm. up there yeah it's even higher um but yeah in one um yeah, it's like taken off just behind the wrist Exactly, because then you kind of like you, you see where he grabs the wrist and one, and it's like it's nowhere near like. So I'm guessing yeah. like maybe from because attaching Liquid's arm, he just wanted like fully eradicated from his from his body, and went yeah, bit, or maybe like the Although, procedures. Maybe um, they just or he decided or they decided, um, you know, just replacing the hand, it wouldn't be believable for Liquid. Well, it's kind of not believable for um, uh, Liquid's personality to um, mm-hmm. recess in a body part. But for it to be more believable, it can't just be the hand. It's got to be most of the arm. Mm-hmm. But then you don't see Liquid... Uh, liquid uh, you don't see Ocelot's escape in the first game. So something else could have conceivably happened to more of his arm who knows yeah probably or it wasn't treated soon enough so yeah it could have been started infection started spreading or yeah gangrene or whatever it was also kind of gross like you you're missing a limb so your your first idea is to take off the guy who you're supposedly were following like i'll take this guy's arm he doesn't need it chop it off (laughs) yeah and then um, for for two, um, I wasn't like when I first saw like like the pictures, like it would show like before any trailers, before anything, for any mention of the characters, they kind of like had like um, kind of like character designs to show you like you know mm. potential characters for the game. And then when I saw Raiden, I only saw like a couple of pictures. I saw the one where Raiden's like holding the sword, kind of like above his head. And yeah. then they show the other one where it's like a kind of a close up, and he looks way different in those in those um in those like initial drawings, and they, it it led me to like kind of believe like oh I think we're playing a woman in this time, for the second one, because that's what I thought yeah. going into the game. I was like, no, um, yeah, oh, it's a girl. Uh, I he, think. I mean, Ryden does look fairly effeminate, mm-hmm. um, even in the finished. Uh, product, but um, that does remind me of the uh, cutscene with the president. Yeah, like, first thing he does is just like grab the crotch. <laughs> uh, don't, don't ask questions. Just be like, run up to him. Oh, like, you're yeah, a man. Grab his, like, whoa, whoa! It's like you're a man. 
and especially after um, a recent presidency, it, it just it screamed in my mind after rewatching the um, review. Mm-hmm. It was like, and had had he been a she, that would have been any better. No, <laughs> no it's like it would have been worse. I no. think. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> for like I don't know I don't like for some reason like I'm okay with Raiden Raiden I like the character I like but I, I kind of hated like what they do to Raiden from 2 to 4 because mm. like at the end of 2 we kind of like we kind of see like him and Rose are like they're in New York they're kind of like trying to do this whole happy ending thing and then when we get to 4 it just that that also gets nuked completely yeah, yeah, and then, um, yeah, and then we go from like Raiden with all his body parts to Raiden like ninja out, like he's he's he basically a cyborg. Yeah, and then at the end of four, they give him a normal looking body. At least I don't know if it's actually flesh and blood or if it's just mm-hmm. prosthesis made to look normal. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you've got the little time jump um, over to Rising, and it's like, no, I'm injured again. Exactly. Even though we got my happy ending, and Rose doesn't get a mention. But Mm -hmm. uh, I I felt bad thinking it at the time, but Mm -hmm. um, Rose, um, during Metal Gear Solid 2, reminded me of my fiancé of the time and I I was starting to put parallels together and I was like okay maybe I'm not as happy in my relationship as I thought I was because <laughs> uh, yeah, Rose is really annoying and it was ticking a lot of the same boxes <laughs> I was like oh, okay yeah because like she would call you and be like Jack do you remember April, what April this date 30th. means yeah and then I, I was like I was really going like no I don't just I, Either I, drop it or tell me. <laughs> I, I, as the player, have no idea what you're talking about in in-game universe. It's like, just tell me, tell me. And I actually, yeah. call, I would call her and be like, like hoping she would like say it. No. <laughs> yeah, Rose, oh, Rose was annoying. Um, uh, although it's not actually Campbell as well. I, mm. I did like Campbell in. Uh, to um, especially when um, uh, GW starts um, glitching out from the virus and you start getting the weird calls from him um, uh, I, I need scissors 61 <laughs> I, I still quote that from time to time <laughs> when, when um, I feel like being random or someone says something random to me and I know they've played uh two um i know there's a bunch of other stuff i do like the um mm-hmm. uh, references to metal gear one and two yes um you know get into outer haven and uh outer heaven sorry mm-hmm. outer haven was four um um and having uh instead of the codec frequency you've oh, You've got the um, 
uh, like the MSX gameplay yeah. uh, showing up. And then um, when you're in the long hallway uh, where you um, meet up with Solid again and he's in his um, sneaking suit, mm. um, your Soliton radar gets replaced by um, this Japanese model just like lounging around and doing things and like looking at the camera and it's like um uh, yes the um right after that the the um big fight with the tengu in the circular room and you yeah. get the fish and mailed screen yes that did get me like for half a second uh my first time through yeah maybe a couple of seconds oh, yeah and i, and I was like Oh, hold I was on. Like, I still had like half health. I stopped playing. And it's still going. Yeah. I stopped playing when I saw it and then I died. I, fortunately, I managed to just about not die. Um, uh, because I started reading what it actually said. And I was like, that's not mission failed. That's fish and mailed. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, it was so programmed. Like, as soon as something happens like that, like, I failed. Yeah. Uh, uh, Start over yeah. again. Here we go. And then, um, uh, but yeah, um, uh, I didn't really. I knew I missed the games, but now mm. talking about um, my experiences more in depth, I realize how much I've been missing the games. Um, so. It's nice to relive, but right now I don't have the um, facility to uh, replay it. This PC is a bit of a potato, so I can't really um, run the PC version. I think, mm-hmm. I think they did release Substance on PC, didn't they? I believe they did. I think, yeah. Um. So, yes, I'm talking about the official PC version, Konami. Don't sue either of us. Um, although, saying that, I imagine if you tried to get your hands on a copy of that these days on eBay, you're looking at a pretty penny. Yeah, and then um, <clears throat> the special slipcase cover mm. as well. I think I found that for like basically more than I'm willing to spend for stuff like yeah. that. I was like, I would love to like have all these things like physical copies of it just to like, just to hold on to them because like what happened, like they're pretty much like, I don't know where they are. They're not, mm. in, not in the stores. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. digi- digitally they're, they're gone. And it was kind of slow. It was kind of a slow gone. Cause when they hit that, they were going to take it, take it off. I was like, Oh, I got time. And I kind of procrastinated, and they took it out. And I was like, I was ready to like punch punch through a wall. I was like, damn it! It's like you know, I should just spend yeah. like I should just spend the money. Yeah, I I had the same thing. I was like, ah, I've got time. Yeah, exactly. I've I haven't played them recently, but I'm not in a hurry to play them again, so I can wait a bit, and then they were gone, and I was like, well. <laughs> And for some reason, in, in my brain, I don't, uh, how I thought things were going to play out, like, oh, if they're going to go out, maybe they'll 
put them on sale for a quick purchase. And Real sometimes quick. when uh, the digital games get delisted, they do go into a sale, either when they're announced yeah. or right before the end, and just try and go out on that last hurrah. Um, um, but I've I've had um, uh, this discussion with multiple people multiple mm. times, um, with a few exceptions. I don't agree with um, digital games being delisted, especially when they're digital only. I know mm-hmm. uh, HD collection is available physically, but you know that's not always the case. And it's like you know. Um, I can't think of any specific examples, but like on the Xbox 360 with the Xbox Live arcade games, yeah, there's been some that were um like exclusive to the 360, mm-hmm. and then they get delisted. It's like, okay, what are you going to do with the code now? Where else are you going to sell it if it's not available mm-hmm. on the system it's made for? Where are you going to? What are you going to do with it? You're just delisting it. You're taking it away for what? FOMO? I don't know. Um, but that's uh, another pet peeve. Um, you know, up I mean, there with uh, switching to pachinko machines. <laughs> I mean, I was for like you were, you were saying like the Xbox arcade games. I I've been tr- I I was like late to the party, really late. On Earthworm Jim HD, mm. and I started searching for it. I was like, "Oh, it's an Xbox store. Cool. Let me just click on it real quick. Try to purchase it, and then it asked me for a code. I'm like, "What code? Like, I want to buy it." And then they're like, "Yeah, you know, delist it." And I'm like, "Well, this sucks because I kind of <laughs> yeah. want to play it." It's like I'm kind of like going through like nostalgia. Like I want to like go back and play some games, especially if it's like um, restored and remastered. I was like, "Let me play that real mm. quick." And yeah, it's like things like that where it just it cuts you, especially with like the newer systems. It gives you a choice where it's like, do you want the all digital one or do you want the one with the the disk drive? The disk drive, yeah. But this drive is going to cost you a little bit more. Yeah, so and if, there's less of them, or mm-hmm. you know, as soon as they're available, they're gone. Yeah. Um, like I don't have the money available right now, um, but I do have a rough plan in place where hopefully by the end of the year, providing nothing awful uh, comes up, uh, mm. I will have the um, RRP for uh, an Xbox Series X. Mm. Um, fingers crossed by then, price might come down a little bit. Um, availability might go up. Maybe, probably not. Thanks, um Thanks, uh, you know, two-year lockdown. Um, uh, but yeah, um, so that's what I'm aiming for. Um, but whether I'll get one um, at the end of the year is a different matter. Um, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the idea of an all-digital console is a good idea in an ideal world mm-hmm. but with how infrastructure is and um, corporate practices it's not so much 
because um, I don't have um, any real experience with um, PlayStation Network in terms of um, how they've been handling um, delisted games. But I do know with um, Xbox, you know, with the 360 and the Xbox One, even when stuff is delisted, um, if you own um, the license to mm-hmm. download it, you can re-download it. It stays on the servers. Yeah. It's just not um, available for purchase anymore. Pardon me. But I do fear the day that they start backtracking on that. You know, once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. And that's how Apple handles things, I believe. Yes. Um, I would say from experience as a former employee, that's how they handle things. Former. 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 Yes, but you worked for them. (laughs) Not anymore. Thank Um, you. Yeah, no, I'm... Um, Android. Yeah, me too. I, I just I was. <laughs> no more. Uh, no more. Never again. But uh, um, yeah, to be yeah. fair, the the la the only um, physical Apple product I've ever owned was an iPod Photo, and that was back when Apple were the best when it came to mm-hmm. MP3 players, um, and. Um, I I swore by iTunes as well as a music manager on PC because um, you could rip music with um, Windows Media Player, but you were very limited. Uh, it didn't have access to um, CDDB, you know, mm-hmm. um, Compact Disc Database, um, and it was very limited. Um, the um fields of data you could enter for each track um but with itunes you'd got everything yeah um artist composer um track track number album mm-hmm. and all sorts um so i used itunes for a, a really long time um and then itunes sort of became the the beast we know it as now and um we started making some changes and uh i eventually got rid of it which was a struggle in itself because pc itunes was uh notorious for um not being able to uninstall it Mm -hmm. and um yeah you'd uninstall it and then you'd boot windows back up and it's back and it's like no uninstall <laughs> go away shoot um but yeah uh um so mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah getting back to actual um like uh what were we talking about actually oh yeah uh digital games and being delisted and stuff um yeah it it does suck um having stuff being delisted. I do understand that it's written into the contracts and mm-hmm. whatever, but my argument is okay, but 
sure, it's in the contract, and then once it's signed, that's legally binding. I get that. But why is it in the contract in the first place? Sure, with licensed music mm-hmm. in games. Um, yeah, okay. But then uh, one thing um, Rockstar have been doing with um, GTA 5 or GTA Online is as they're updating it, if music licenses are expiring, they're actually removing that song from and replacing it with other stuff. And I understand that not every developer and not every publisher um, is able to do stuff like that. But if you've got the money to throw around to get licensed music, Mm-hmm. then in my opinion you've got money to throw around to um update again down the line either to just remove it entirely or replace it with something or um you know um come up with an in-house um original soundtrack yeah uh, to replace it or or you know better yet maybe start just not using licensed music. Um, especially these days with streaming and DMCAs and muted audio and copyright strikes. You know, either music, well, the music industry does need to catch up at times, but there's too much money to make by not doing that. Thanks. Um, but I do understand, it is like with. Um, movies you know sometimes when you start putting a scene together or a set piece you do have a um particular piece of music in mind Mm. for it um uh but you know you have to approach it the same way as um well okay we didn't actually get the license for this particular piece of music so we've actually got to make our own thing mm-hmm. um but anyway um looping back to metal gear on the subject of music metal gear 2 uh, metal gear solid 2 and 3 mm-hmm. harry gregson williams oh my god hideo i love mm-hmm. you for bringing him on board hey uh, don't get me wrong, the music in one was still really good. Um, but um, again, I'm going to call back to uh, someone called me Johnny. Mm-hmm. Uh, his description of um, Harry's music in two is it's non intrusive um, when it needs to be. And yeah, you know, it really dolls it up when things pick up, but it doesn't sound video gaming. No. It's it's very um atmospheric and cinematic um sounding music. And I used to have the soundtracks um for the th- first three games. And that was probably uh, my most listened to albums on my iPod. Um but I don't have them anymore. I don't have any of my CD collection anymore. And I, when my iPod failed, mm-hmm. um, uh, I, um, when you look at the iPod in the system viewer, um, 
it was all split across like 60, uh, 60 folders or something. Mm. I lost 59 folders of the music. Um, but um, when it's putting the music in, I think it sort of starts with, you know, that folder and then it's like album one, track one, album one track two and it sort of just dots through so it's pretty much random so the music i had in that last 60th folder was a handful of random tracks um you know some artists i had on there were everything of theirs was gone Mm -hmm. some artists i had two or three tracks all from different albums because you know, no um, commercially released CD has, you know, 60 plus tracks on it. Um, And yeah, I think despite there being like four CDs worth of music uh, from Metal Gear, I think I lost all of it, which really stung. Um, And by that point, I parted ways with my CD collection because I ripped it all. Yep. And uh, it didn't cross my mind that I might actually lose it because the way I saw it, um, you know, if I was going to upgrade my MP3 player, I'd copy from the iPod onto PC hard drive and then transfer that way. But not to be. Uh, which is a shame because I had like a good two, three hundred CDs. It's a big old collection, but um, but yeah, um, I think in terms of mm-hmm. uh experiences and uh, yeah, personal history with Metal Gear Solid Two, I think that like Cliff Notes wise, that pretty much yeah. covers everything. Uh, so, have you uh, got any uh, questions for me, or anything you you want to add? Um, I mean, I think it's pretty much been covered. Like, I can't think of anything like off the top of my head. Like, I know, like, probably like an hour from now, I'm like, oh, I should have said this, or oh, I had this in my head. Like, I should have asked this question, but um, hmm. at the time, I can't. My mind's a blank. Mine's a little yeah. blank. Yeah, I was going to say mine's um, uh, pretty blank because, yeah, I've, um, over the last week or so, I've been <clears throat> thinking back and sort of, you know, post-it noting on memories and being like, yeah, talk about that. And I'm pretty sure I've, I've managed to talk about all of that and more. So, um, but, yeah, I would say like, I'm obviously I'm going to put like all your information not only in the description of the podcast but also in in the tweets I'll shoot out but if you want to like okay. leave, leave a sound sound clip bite like where people can find you on social media and also your stream channel uh yeah yep yeah. um so yeah like I said at the beginning uh, I'm unknown user zero zero um I do tend to answer to unknown or zero uh makes it easier on people uh, you can find me on Twitch under that full name, uh, unknown user zero zero um, zero zero are words, not uh, numbers. Um, 
my Twitter is a little bit butchered because of character limit. Uh, um, it's unknown user zero, um, but I'm sure the the link will be somewhere. Um, and yeah, I do have uh, a YouTube as well. Uh, well, I've got two. One I'm intending to use for stories. The other one is a stream archive. Um, and uh, but yeah, you can find me on YouTube under unknown user zero zero as well. Um, one is called Game Channel or Gaming Archive. One is Story Channel. And yeah, uh, I just stream random games, and um, Twitch pays me to be an idiot. Apparently, well. People pay Twitch and Twitch pays me. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I just, I, I, I was gonna say, I just love it, like how, like I know, like all these people and they have all these cool ass, like kind of like names and like code names to go like with their channels and Twitter page, and then I'm like, I'm just Johnny, <laughs> just plain Johnny. Uh, some people don't need a um, a cool screen name; they've got a cool personality. I, I was to say I couldn't even come up with like a co- like a name for anything, but yeah, um, I want to thank you for coming on, and um, yeah, I was gonna say once again thank you for joining me, um, especially yeah. that's why I like to do like 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 if you get people's like their own personal experience of like with the series and the games, and just like pretty much like go with it, you know, go with the flow, and just like talk what you want to talk, and that's like how this episode was, where it's like. We kind of went yeah. to the game, then we kind of like went to like what relevant around the game, where it's like you can't play the game digitally, you need physical copies. And then um, I'm gonna say like I'm gonna work on this, and I'm gonna have this episode released this weekend, and I'll tag you, okay. and then I'll put all yeah. your information on there, your Twitch stream channel, your Twitter name, Twitter username, both in the yep. description and on the tweet as well. So I want to okay. thank you yep. again. I was gonna say I want to thank you again, Zero. And, and thank you for yeah. having me. No problem. And you're uh, welcome. I'll say, and you're more than welcome to join like any other things, topics you want to talk about involving Metal Gear, like even like things doesn't have to be specifically of a game, but talking, you know, subjects about the series itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I know you've got uh, three covered. Mm-hmm. Um, a good friend of ours is uh, doing that one. Um, but yeah, uh, keep me. Uh, I'll keep you in the keep loop. me updated, and yeah, uh, if I feel I've got um, anything uh, relevant enough to bring to the conversation, I'll mm-hmm. uh, throw my hat in. Yeah, no, I was gonna say it's open invitation. Open invitation. Well, I can't talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Words right. are hard. <laughs> I know, especially after like what would be a long day for me, but it's probably yes. like more like night for you now. Uh, getting there. It's ten to eight at night. Okay. All right, Zero. So, I'll talk to you. I'll see you later. Take care. Take Bye, folks. Bye. Again, I'd like to thank Zero for joining the podcast episode. Um, I will put all his information in the description and on the tweets, so keep a lookout for that. And again, I'd like to reiterate, please, 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 please. Check out your local libraries. They do a lot of great programs for uh, children, young adults, and uh, adults themselves. 
and I've, every time I've gone to a local library, I've never had a bad experience. All sorts of fun things and programs too, especially with spring, uh, I'm sorry, summer coming along. And that's that. I want to thank you for listening. I stare at the stars and the sky up above and think, what am I made of? Am I full of sorrow? Am I hurt and pain? Or am I filled? With love, I walk 
Postscript to the episode, um, forgot to mention, please check out Zero's pages, check out his Twitch page, check out his YouTube page, check out his Twitter feed. Um, not only is it entertaining, but he's actually pretty detailed and thorough on his streams, on the games that he's playing. Um, again, uh, just, uh, you know, we, I basically became friends with him and just wanted to support him. All right, take it easy. <laughs>